Okay, so we have been in quarantine for a week now. Mm-hmm. And we didn't experience the first quarantine like everybody else did. So I'm realizing things that are a challenge for me during quarantine. What did you notice? I find it very hard because I, I am fortunate enough to get to work from home. I'm finding it very hard to focus after I like clock out to leave work and not think about it and it's all running together. It's all running together. Yeah. And then there are times it's hard for me to focus on work because I just thinking about things in the house and us and what we need to take care of and but I also find that it is making me uh, real I guess because we're in the house all day together even though we're pretty separate during the day because I'm in a room working and you're in a room doing your thing I forget to take time to focus on you like even after work I'll pick up my phone scroll through it you know just kind of distract myself with social media or a game on my phone or something but I've realized that I am not giving you the attention that I should. And I know you would never say that I'm required to give you any attention or anything. I know you wouldn't. But for me, I realized I'm not giving anything my full attention. I came up, I developed myself uh, by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, up until very recent years, I haven't had to, like, I mean, I've always had to throw on different hats, different personas, because fucking... Work Z is not fucking play Z. Concert bass playing Lazarus Black is not in the person that you want to get ready to work and and me on the front row screaming motherfucker or drunk me is not marriage me. Like there's different pockets. And, And I learned how to put on different masks through my different hobbies. Does that make sense? So like, I would go from writing poetry to playing music, to drawing, to taking pictures, to, and these are all different forms of art. And like, and they they rarely overlap. Maybe, maybe taking pictures and modeling overlaps, but like, 
Otherwise, like, when you drawing pictures and stuff, it, it has nothing to do with you playing music. Yeah. You know, it's just different hobbies. And I, I developed so many different forms of myself just in my room. And <laughs> I've been recording myself for years. Anybody who's fucking followed me for years or followed me fucking knows. Yeah, I've been doing this for years. You know, I just sit by myself in my room and do shit different shit yeah and uh i was able to develop that then i don't think you ever had to had to well, switch like that no and especially i mean of course like anybody i have the work me and the home me the mom me the wife me the friend me you know i have all those hats but right now i don't have the triggers are the clues for my brain off. to go, okay, we're, it's 4.30, we're up, we're showered, we're work, it's work. Or it's 5.36 p.m., I'm not on the clock, it is home. And, or it's, you know, Saturday night, our friends are playing, it's showtime. Or going out and taking picture, like there's not those, like almost like muscle memory reminders. Your, your heads um, always overlap. I even when you were managing the band that I was in, freaking that I am in. <laughs> I'm not quitting. Anybody who's listening to this who is in any of my bands, I'm not quitting any of my bands but you have on that work manager hat or why you managing the band like and it's they they kind of overlap so it'd be it'd be a little difficult when you are solely responsible for changing hats it's just you nobody's here to tell you when that last phone call from work is or yeah, and see, that's one of the reasons that you mentioned is why I chose, once we, I stepped into this new role at work, I chose to step out of the management of the band because even though I love it, I love you guys, it was more time with that boss hat on. You know, and I realized before it got crazy that I cannot have that much of my energy put into in charge mode because I have more of a difficult time of letting that go and letting the go go of the need to I know <laughs> control things, and we all know control is an illusion, but there's still that mentality that I have, and when I am at work, I have to be responsible for so many things, but number one is the safety of the people there with me. You, you remember in Batman... Uh as did uh, the Dark Knight, 
Oh, wait, Batman Begins. Uh, I think it was The Dark Knight. It says you're not the, the hero of the uh, Gotham uh, needs, but the hero of the Gotham deserves. Like, we need you to be that boss once we get to that point where we, like, international and got, like, <laughs> tours and, like, studio right. time that we got to show up for. And, like, that's the boss that you ready to be. Yeah. Because you already, like... Times, times would be up here, be here, but <laughs> yeah. Like. And maybe I feel like I don't have the energy to spare to do the elementary version of that. The hey, come on, we said we're gonna start practice at this time. Let's start at. The, I don't have the energy for that. You're past it. You're you outgrown that. Yeah. Right. The, that manager, and I say it with finger quotations, that we need to get us to practice on time. It's like we don't need a manager to get us to no. practice on time. We, if it was like real and we was making money off this, we fucking add a couple studio albums and blah, 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 and had to practice for a show and sound check and stuff. You got to make sure everybody is there. You on that level. You yeah. on fucking Coachella level fucking management, and we just fucking small time. We ain't even got a record deal. We ain't even got a fucking EP out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, you, you on the level that. where I would hire a babysitter if I felt somebody in the band needed a babysitter. Not, I wouldn't be the. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not to boast myself or anything like that. I just know, like, in my heart what energy I can allow to be spent on stuff. And, I mean, I don't have it down pat. I still, I mean, this discussion stems from me still having issues with compartmentalizing these different roles. So, um, but it's just to say that if this was a different situation like you were describing things would be different I you know that would be the role that yeah you're the the manager that we deserve but we don't deserve it yet <laughs> yeah we're working towards it like we still just trying to get to freaking the the practice spot on time and still trying to just yeah do. I don't mean to sound like a you're fine <laughs> no call me when you've done something with yourself kind of person because you know I'm no, don't, I'm you, you, you down never, and supportive no, no and I don't feel that way I'm down I've been down and supportive of but your level of leadership is on that professional level because you professionally lead people like yeah stuff. and maybe that's what it is I, I don't I can't deal You're with the amateur there. I need, you can't you can't some. back off of back off of it like yeah. you've already upgraded you're on level 30 you know how to deal with level 5 but you own level 30 and it's like okay this is level 5 stuff that y'all like I'm, I don't have time for this cause I'm already on level 30 for real with some people and money and people's jobs are already on the line on my shoulders and like I have responsibility for all this stuff 
until y'all ready for that level of management, I, I can't really give that to y'all because I'm already on 30 over here, actually making money and paying for my well-being off of this level 30 management that I'm on. You know? And yeah. I understand that. Uh, and everybody else does too, you know. And everybody was cool with you. Back in the office, like, I'm not... I'm not able to do this, man. I, I recently got thrown into a few more levels of management, like crash course. My job, man. come on. Uh, I'm trying my best, but it's still. And yes. I'm see, like when I was in the position I had before, I was like leveled up crazy. Not that I couldn't get to more levels on that because nobody's perfect and things change and you learn and you grow. But now I started the new version of the game and I'm down at the baby level of what I'm doing now. There's still knowledge there from getting leveled up in the last game I played because the same people made the game, you know? It's just like Super Mario 2 instead of the first, you know? It's, it's all like a video game. I like, to, I like to compare everything to a video game. Shout out to all my gamer homies who might be listening. I don't even know if I got the gamer homies, but everybody understands that like, you get EXP from doing it. You use that thing or you continue in the game... EXP goes up. You become stronger. You be able. You be able to fight more sh- stronger enemies. Can you just? You just got experience, and experience is, is power. Knowledge. You've yeah. been through the battles. You did the thing. You leveled up. Like you're not the same you was when you were just stepping on mushrooms. Yeah. Super Mario. Hey. Now you riding dinosaurs and flying in the air and, and getting stars and stuff. Like, yeah. it's, it's and you had to learn how to ride that dinosaur. Like, it's Amen. like I got a whole new like packet of things, like a whole new mission full of things that. It's another. It's now it's a new game. Yeah. Because. In the first Mario, you couldn't even go back. You couldn't even turn around. Once the screen was off of it, oh, it yeah, didn't yeah. exist. That's true. There was nothing able to come from the past screen to the present screen. But in Mario 2, that changed. You know, now we like digging up stuff. We can play as everybody else. You know? Toes the fastest, princess can fly, whatever, but like yeah. you level up, it's a different game now. Even though I'm starting at the beginning of Mario 2, I'm not Mario 1. I'm just not. That's not the game we're playing now. Yeah, yeah. And, and freaking. There's like, look at all kinds of Marios now. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it, man. But I just don't want to ever neglect you in all of this. Baby, I'm a save point. 
I exist outside of all the games. Me and you. Yeah. If you were the game in console, I'm a save point. In your life. And you always gonna have save points. Even your goddamn laptop has a save point. The system restored from what date? We're gonna put everything back to where it was on this date. But we logging that shit. We we keeping that on the on the hard drive. In case we gotta go back to it. We start from we ain't never gonna be able to start from scratch. Ever. You know. We'll start from a point where we was both on the same page. Yeah. And we'll go from there. But like I'm I'm the I'm not, I'm a safe point. You ain't never gonna like I don't feel no kind of way about you switching hats or having to switch hats or not able to switch hats. I I don't I'm here though. I'm always here. I'm on the hard drive. I'm the fucking memory card. Like, yeah, but you still deserve the best of me. Do I? You do. I try to be deserving of the best of you, but I'm not always like worthy of the best of you. I can't give the best of me always because I'm pouring it in other places. And yes, I'm pouring it in those places so that our life is financially easier. No, is that or is that not the best version of yourself? Yeah. Like we made the vows to try to be the best version of ourselves for each other. We're like you doing the best you can at work to continue to have that um, money coming in so we can continue to live the way we live. You know, like, is that not for me? You know what I'm saying? Is that not part of being the best version of yourself for me? You know? Yeah. I feel like that overlaps, too. It's like, I'm not giving you, like, whatever, but I am giving, putting my best foot forward on this job that makes sure that we get this money that we live in this house and buy this food with, you know, right? It's fine. Do what you gotta do. I'm just there for you to save, save. Come to the safe point. You always, you always trying to get to the next safe point. You've always been my safe point. It's like, it's like, hey, hey. I, I learned all this stuff, and we're about to go into this boss battle. I got to make sure that I am saved somewhere. So I got to go at least find a save point or get to the next save point before I continue. Before I continue to advance, I got to hit this save point. Because I don't want to fucking die out here. And fucking lose all that stuff. I need that grounded, that one spot that's solidified. It's like, okay, I didn't. I gotta face this guy right after I learn how to double jump. But I don't want to forget how to double jump just because I didn't beat this thing in front of me. 
So I got to make a save point where, yes, you remember all that. Mario 1, you remember the double jump. Pow, pow, this, bam, save point. Now, if I don't beat this enemy, at least I know that I got something to fall back on where I can at least double jump. Now I know that I can double jump to fight this enemy. No matter how big he is or whatever. I got this point that I can fall back to. And I know how to double jump. You know, that reminds me of a quote I saw once. or I've seen it more than once. I don't know that I'll get it exactly right. But it says a friend... A true friend is a person who knows your heart's song and can sing it back to you when you forget. And that just reminded me of that because you are that for me. Like when I start to forget to just be Brooke, remind me to do that and when I'm feeling out of sorts you call me and remind me who I am as a person uh, not to get super cheesy or anything like no, that man, like we, we getting there we, we going we going we in here um I, I try to deal with a lot of anything that's got to do with me. I try to deal with it by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, I, if, if you say something. Sorry, somebody really cool passed by. If you say something and it, and it brings me to a point or it triggers some something old in me. I will back away from you because I got to deal with something in me real quick. Or it might not be real quick. I got to deal with this trigger. Then I got to find out why it's triggered. And fucking, I, I saw something online on TikTok. It was like, you put pressure on an orange, you squeeze an orange, and orange juice is going to come out. Not apple juice, not grape juice. But it comes from inside of that thing. So if something put pressure on you and you release anger, you got to go in and find out why anger is what you're producing. Why that's what's on the inside of you under pressure. You got to work on that. And you're not involved in that. Like, you're here with me. You're very much here with me all the time. But what causes me to spew anger under pressure, it has like nothing to do with you. And I don't want to involve you in that. Like, especially if I drip some anger on you. It's like, I don't, she doesn't deserve this. I need to find out how to make nutrients and juice and stuff instead of spewing out anger. You know, I got to deal with that in me. So I retreat. And I try to find out exactly what's wrong in me where when I'm under pressure, anger is what's produced. 
I don't I don't need that. That's not what we need together. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. But if part of that healing is talking, that's some people's process, and they may need to talk to a therapist or their somebody they love. You know, with a therapist, a stranger who's not going to repeat anything. You know, like them knowing isn't going to have a consequence on your life. You've uh, been with people who blame the the juice they produce under pressure on you. You've been with those people. Oh, yeah. I'm this way because of you. You put the pressure on me and you make me angry. You make the anger come out of me when you squeeze me. Yeah. And that's fucking toxic as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely been with blamers. It's like, at what point do you do the work on yourself? Or go back into yourself? Yeah. Try to figure that shit out, man. And it's it's not about the people around you. It's how you was raised, and that's how me and my lead tech worked so well together. He's, he's he was raised a different way that I was raised, but we 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 worked together on such a level, and we've been working together for so long that we prefer each other. Like, I, if I got to do work, I'm working with this guy. Me and him feel like that. Me and my lead. We both feel like that, but like we didn't grow up the same. We didn't. Uh, but I mean, my man was at our, our wedding. He's yeah. he visited this house. I played with his kids, freaking like. But like we are from two totally different backgrounds. You understand where he's from, and you understand more than anybody else where I'm from. Yeah. You know how I grew up. And, and it is what it is, but we 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 make it work. Yeah. We make we make the lemonade. <laughs> Orange juice and lemonade. But what's your worry? What's your worry here? No, I worried about me being neglectful to those who I'm doing all this for. That includes me and the kids. That's you and the kids, yeah. And myself. Come on. Yeah. I've been preaching for for years now. The past like three or four years I've been preaching. When do you become a priority for you? Yeah. You're giving so much of yourself to all these other people, some other guy's name, some brand, some dream, some company he started, you working for him. Like when do you become important to you? It's like, and we don't become important to ourselves until we start running out on ourselves. Yeah. That's the thing. I started, I started my, my health 
started failing because I'm working all the time for who? Like, I'm not working towards my future. I'm working to get money. I could have put my pussy lips on live and got a thousand dollars from little boosie. But I'm working this job that's working me into the ground. We sweating out there every day in hard hats and vests and long sleeves and blah, blah, blah. I, um, I got all these health problems now. And for what? Is this working toward my retirement? Maybe. Is this working towards my dreams? Maybe. And I always think about, like, taking time off. Like, let's take time off. Let's have a vacation. But then I'm like, I this is a vacation. Just, I got to pay for these kids. It's I've got to pay for these kids food. and this food. Or this thing is going on at work, and I really should be there for it. And the, But there's always a thing. There's always something. So, with that, I have to be very mindful that I take a moment and think about what's best for me in, in this time. Like, and it's hard. Because I, you know my family's work ethic. Hell yeah. So. Second to none. That was what I grew up with. Like. Second to none, though. But what I saw from your family work ethic, I met you after a hurricane. Like, yeah. when you, I met your parents after a hurricane. You know, and they worked day and night from the beginning of the destruction to the reestablishment of their house. They worked day and night. Your mom had... Uh, uh, broke ankle and worked through that with the boot to rebuild what was theirs. That our house. We're gonna bring this back up to standard. We gonna clear out all this water, tear out all this carpet, all this water damage. We doing all that after Harvey. And we gonna do this until we rebuild what we had before this disaster. Period. And they didn't stop until it got there. And you know what? And they, what you saw of that in a physical form, mm-hmm. they were like that in their marriage as well. You're like, going to make this thing work. We're going to make this work. Like, disasters happen. Oh, okay. But we're going to day and night until our home is fixed. And that's. The that's kind of relationships people, yeah. they had as that's, well. That's so. your people. I, I, love, I love your family, man. I, I got, like, crazy respect for both of your parents and, and, and your sisters, you know? They're going to belong with Yeah. So, with all that, we want to thank you for joining us in the front seat. And don't forget to be a friend to yourself. To be a friend for yourself.